there's clearly a whole lot going on in the healthcare industry that I just feel like we're getting fleeced. Welcome to the Business Made Simple podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. I am your host, Donald Miller. Listen, as your company grows, as your small business grows, you're going to have to start dealing with health insurance. You're going to have to start figuring out how you provide health insurance for your team because it is a recruiting tool. It is a retention tool. And I remember as I got five, six, seven people on staff, I just didn't have anybody in it with me to help me understand what things should cost, what good coverage is, what is going to help me compete in the marketplace for talent, what's going to really satisfy my employees. So this is a very specific episode. We're going to talk to Austin Lehman. He's the CEO of Remodel Health. Austin and the folks at Remodel Health, they're essentially a broker. And what I like about them is they figure out how to package insurance together with a bunch of small businesses so that you're actually getting a much better rate because there's so many other small businesses who are buying those packages with you. By the end of today's episode, you're going to have a lot more clarity. You're going to see through the fog. We're going to lift the fog. You're just going to know a lot more about health insurance and what is expected of you as a small business owner. So many small business owners dream about selling their small business, but they don't know where to start. You know it's worth something, but what is it really worth? So who can you trust in that space? I have partnered with my friend Michael Arietta at Garden City. This is a private equity firm out of Atlanta, Georgia. Mike has bought dozens and dozens of small businesses. They keep them, by the way. They don't flip them. And I love that because he's just committed to creating a great place to work for all of your employees. But the bottom line is, if you're saying, I don't know what this thing is worth, I don't know if I can even sell it, Mike is the first guy that you want to talk to. You can go to sellyoursmallbusiness.com right now. You fill out a form, and then Mike's team will get in touch with you. But just that conversation, just that conversation is going to give you a much better picture, a much clearer picture of what you're actually looking at in terms of how much your small business is worth. So go to sellyoursmallbusiness.com, sellyoursmallbusiness.com. It is a great place to start if you are thinking about selling your small business. When it comes to running a successful business that works, nothing matters more than generating revenue. But your sales team isn't just closing deals. They're tracking down leads, forecasting growth, whipping up reports, managing contacts, creating content, crunching numbers, the list goes on and on. With quarter four around the corner, there's a better way to win, and it all starts with the new HubSpot Sales Hub. With HubSpot Sales Hub, your data, tools, and teams are fully linked inside a smart and highly customizable platform that pumps prospects directly into your pipeline and closes deals all in one place. Plus, sequences and smooth workflows help reps streamline tasks so they can spend more time on what they do best, connecting with customers. With Sales Hub, closing deals is no big deal. Try it for yourself at HubSpot.com sales. Austin, thanks for being with us today. Great to be with you, Don. Hey, listen, when I, you know, I just told the listeners in the intro that when I had to provide health insurance, it was just a mystery. You could have told me 100 bucks per employee, 
or $10,000 per employee. And I would have had no way of knowing the spectrum of, of what I should be paying and what they should be getting or any of that. And I know that there are small business owners listening to me right now. And this is not, this is a serious deal because this is eating into their bottom line, but they realize they've got to compete for talent. I mean, talk to me about the world in which somebody can be charged a ton of money and they shouldn't be paying it. Do you see that a lot? Is there anything to fear, I guess, is what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a different world that most of us don't understand. And the people that do understand it are the insurance carriers, the hospitals, and the insurance brokerages. And sometimes incentives are not aligned between those organizations and the small business owner. So the checks that are written, you write a check to the insurance carrier, they write a check to the hospital, and then the carrier writes a check to your insurance broker. And so you recognize within that if the check is coming from the carrier to the broker, he's at least partially impacted by where the check comes from. And so because of that... He's being incentivized. He's being incentivized to sell you this particular package of insurance because they're going to give him the biggest kickback. That's right. That's right. The biggest bonus is... Yeah. And that's and that's what we see, you know, from... you know, So we'll see sometimes organizations are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars more than they have to because it's all that they knew, you know, was out there. Uh, now, that's the broker that really doesn't want to embrace something new to try and see what else is out there. You're, so you're, you're giving them the benefit of the doubt. You don't think these people are criminal or anything. They're just, they know they're charging more than they probably should, but this is the way they've been doing it for a long time, and this is how they make their money, and they're pretty incentivized to turn a blind eye to anything new. Yeah, I think there's two types, right? Now, I think there's a group out there that are going, hey, I'm swamped, I'm slammed, I'm trying to run a small business, I got three employees, I don't have time to research what all has changed over the last 10 or 15 years, I bought this business from somebody else, it's what I've always done. So there's a group out there that I think it's unconscious. And, and those groups, we want to educate, we want to come alongside, we want to help. I do think there's a group out there that are consciously saying, hey, there might be better things out there for my clients. But I, I'm not going to do those things because ultimately it impacts my time, it impacts my resources. So there, I think there's a there's two groups there, and we really want to work with that group that just is it's not conscious to them yet. And we've got a great example of a broker that that saw this for the first time, wasn't aware of it, and his business has grown a ton off of this. And he's saved, he's become a guide and made his customers heroes, saving them hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on their health insurance. Well, when you say this, what, what do you mean? What is this? When you said he's not aware of this, what's this? Yeah. So, I mean, I think the big thing, the big change is the Affordable Care Act's passage right in 2010 goes live in 2014. So we've done group health insurance since the 1940s because of wage control. So there's only one way to really offer health insurance. And that was just a group plan. That group plan is generally in most markets covered by one big carrier to cover most of that market. They may have 50, 60, 70% adoption. And in some cases, that's a good solution for folks, but that can get really expensive. And when it gets expensive, we have to see alternatives. And the Affordable Care Act for the first time in 2010, goes live in 2014, creates alternative plans out there that still have pre-tax benefits and they cover the same things that group plans. So it made, it made a more competitive marketplace. It made a competitive marketplace. There's all sorts of theories. You know, you hear people complain about, you know, Obamacare and all that kind of stuff. From your perspective inside the industry, non, not Democrat, Republican, let's stay out of that. Was that a good thing? In the specific sense that prior to Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act, you had to work at an employer to get access, if you had a pre-existing condition, I've got a friend that's got Crohn's disease, his spouse, that friend's spouse would always have to work at a large corporation that covers that, could never be self-employed, never go on their own, because prior to Obamacare or 2010, they couldn't have gotten their own plan. So there were some really good things that it solved. 
it did involve the government more in our healthcare, and that's something that people you know can debate. The other thing is there's clearly a whole lot going on in the healthcare industry that I just feel like we're getting fleeced, and it's, and it's not just about insurance and all that kind of stuff. What what do you say to a small business owner though, who's you know they had a staff of five, now they have a staff of twenty five. And they've got to deal with this. And they wouldn't even know what a health insurance broker is, much less a group plan, much less a list of benefits or what that should cost. What is the first step that they need to do? The first move is really finding someone that's innovative, that's willing to look at all the alternatives. And that's in the a broker? Market. So yeah, That would be called a broker? Yeah. And that would be a broker. Uh, that's what we do at Remodel Health. We do that partnering with innovative brokers, though, as well to just go, hey, I know there's this one plan that a lot of folks do, and might it might make sense in some situations, but sometimes it's more expensive. And so you want them to just evaluate all of the alternatives, because since the passage of the Affordable Care Act and then additional legislation, we call it ICRA for short, but it's it's a way to do pre-tax individual plans. Comes out in 2020. Pre-tax individual plans. What what is? Yes. I, I don't even know what that means. What's a pre-tax individual plan? So the reason, I mean, why in the world did we start delivering health insurance through a company in the first place? Right, like Blue Cross Blue Shield or whatever. Like Blue Cross Blue Shield of Texas is where it actually started. Why did we start doing that? Because of tax benefits. So now I can give you those ten thousand dollars. You don't have to pay any taxes on that. And the problem was individual plans, you do have to pay taxes on, so they oh, wow. weren't apples to apples. Wow. So if I sign with a big, and I bet I bet the lobbyists at those big insurance forums or the one who went to the state legislature in Texas, why don't you make, if they if they give the money to us, let's make it tax-free. But if you give the money to our competitors and these for small right. business owners, wow. Oh my gosh, it's so frustrating. Oh, that along with wage controls is what really started this. And so it's not until 2020, and it actually was an executive order via Donald Trump. So we talk a lot about Obamacare on this uh, podcast, but that was actually passed when Republicans were in control. So they said, what if we allowed individual plans to be done on a pre-tax basis, basically in the same tax way as group plans were done? If you think about pension plans and then 401k plans. It was a similar kind of shift to say, hey, there's a different way to think about doing those things. So you say, hey, go to that business owner. They're struggling. They're growing. They're trying to hire new employees. And how many times have you heard somebody that goes, man, I lost an employee to a big corporation because the big corporation offered a better benefits package, right? You've heard that. And so we had an organization, a manufacturing client. Another one was a, a carpet cleaner that reached out and said, hey, we got to do, start doing something. We probably can't afford a large group plan right now, but we want to start doing something. And they put into place these individual plans. They said, hey, we're going to give you money. It's not taxable to you. Same way it would be through a group plan. And you can go out and shop and get your own plan. Okay. So the first step might be a small business owner says, well, you know, we're going to give you kind of an allotment. We're going to add 250 bucks a paycheck to you, but then we're going to give you a menu of plans that you can choose from. And they, right. and through a broker, they give them a menu and they sort of shop around. That would be like the entry level provision of health insurance. Is that right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. And oftentimes that broker then will partner with a platform to show those plan options for them to enroll in. And that's what Remodel Health does as Remodel a technology Health is, platform. Remodel Health is a platform in itself. Yep. And then, so yep. I could go to Remodel Health and look at, or my employees could go there and look at different options. That's right. So they'd see all the individual plans available and those dollars they're receiving aren't taxable to them when they use it for an insurance plan. So the dollars that I pay to the employees, same as wages, are tax exempt. They're cost of doing business for me. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. They, for your cost, they cost you the same as wages, but wages, someone pays taxes on, 
these these amount they don't have to pay any tax on. So you get to write it off, and they don't have to pay yes. taxes on it. So it's even better than a wage. So it's a nice thing. Okay, now I think everybody's wondering. Well, the people who are wondering who I've got five, ten, fifteen people on staff, and they're going to have to do this. What sort of numbers are we talking about per employee? Give me like three levels. You know, basic yeah, health insurance, yeah. medium, and then we want to do cream of the crop. Health yeah, insurance great for our question. people. Yes, yeah, so organizations that are just dipping their toe in the water. I think actually the organization I mentioned, the the carpet clean business. I think they started out doing a hundred bucks a month oh, okay. for the employees. Our platform charges a small fee or the top of that. So I mean, you're talking probably 115, 120, 125 bucks a month is just getting out of the gate and saying, hey, we do something for insurance. That's your first kind of step into it. But they're doing something, and the big deal is they get to now say when they get asked the question, do you offer benefits? They don't have to say no, because <laughs> a lot of times people actually don't care what it is. They just want to hear the answers. Yes. And they want to go back to their spouse and say, this company has a benefits package. Talk to me about what 125. What's that covering? I mean, is that covering like, you know, pretty much, you know, if something bad happens, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. So they give them 125 bucks and then the person is contributing some of their own funds to get on an insurance plan. And then they're getting on an insurance plan that's, you know, that they're going to, there's going to be a high deductible plan, maybe some co-pays on it. But it's, it's going to be just to get out of the gate to say, I got insurance. Right. I can go to the doctor. I can go to the hospital. And the insurance plan pays part of the cost. But I can now say I've got benefits. All right. And, and if I stepped it up from there and we're now competing a little bit on benefits with the business down the street, how much would yep. that cost me? And then what would my employees get? Yeah, good question. So a lot of times people then pretty soon start to switch to more of a percentage-based approach. So they would say, hey, we'll cover... A competitive benefits package we see oftentimes is maybe 75% of the cost uh, of the employee only, the employees with families. So they might go to a 75% number, 75-80%. We rarely recommend, though we sometimes see it going to 100%, because we always think the employee should have some skin in the game to appreciate. Because they're just going to choose the they're going to choose the best possible package if you're going to 100%. Yeah, that's right. So when you're talking 75%, they, they might be spending. Eight ten thousand dollars per employee uh, per year, but then the employee really gets to direct those funds. They're not taxable to them. Really gets to direct those funds to go in the right plan to fit their family, to fit their situation. What is the size of my team? You know, if I went to Remodel Health, what's the size of my team approximate that is you guys' sweet spot? I mean, is it thirty people, three hundred people, three thousand people? Yeah. So if you, I mean, if you're new to coverage, you're probably getting, you know, you're starting out at that three, five, seven, ten employees is where you're starting and you're growing. And then you get to a certain point where maybe you've just said, I had to do something. I got a group plan out there and I'm getting these big rate increases. And so your average employee size can get, you know, our largest is 700, but you're going to be in that 30, 40, 50 employee. And you're going, I'm getting eight to seven percent rate increases a year. I don't feel like this carrier is working for my small business. I feel like they're working for you know, for their bottom line. Do they trick you? Do they get you in at a low cost and then start dinging you with rate increases? Typically, it's a 20% discount first year, and then you do see increases off of that. So typically, they can discount as much as 20% uh, that first year. Fascinatingly, those carriers are on the group chassis. Most of them are also doing the individual plans, so they can play in either in either space, uh, and you know you can play well with them. So oftentimes, that Blue Cross plan has a group option and has an individual option in the space as well. Okay. How do you guys ensure that you're keeping up with the latest healthcare trends and make sure that the people who choose from you are, are getting the best? Yeah, great question. You, you really hit on two pieces. The first piece is just what is happening in the medical field or the medical community. I just, uh, this past week, 
uh, just got an eye procedure done, went up to Wisconsin. So I, you know, I do think, and we do ask the members to engage more, to ask good questions, to say, what are the alternatives and what are the costs of those alternatives? So I do think member engagement is really a part of that and knowing what questions to ask. And we have a team of people that come alongside and say, hey, these are good questions to ask. So that's the first piece and how you stay up is member engagement. The second piece is in the health insurance space, you really just stay up on what is coming through in Congress, you know, what's coming through in terms of law passages. And that's our organization really stays out in front on the health insurance side to say what changes are coming and how does this benefit members? How does this benefit small businesses? And and we have, and I will say there's brokers out there, Don, who have, and they've grown because they've said, there's some brokers that when Affordable Care Act got passed, they said, oh, we're, we're not going to evaluate that, not going to look at it. And there's some that said, we're going to see what this new thing's about. And they found ways to add value to their clients. And that's where Remodel Health uh, sits. And that's why we've seen such growth. Yeah, you guys have exploded. But the main the narrative for you guys that has probably caused you to explode in, in terms of the growth of your business is you've gone in and saved people hundreds of thousands of dollars providing even better coverage. Yeah, I think we're over $100 million now. Marketing Against the Grain, hosted by Kip Bodner and Kieran Flanagan, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. If you want to know what's happening now in marketing, what's ahead, and how you can lead the way, this is the podcast for you. Hosts Kip and Kieran share their marketing expertise, unfiltered in the details, the truth, and like nobody tells it to you. Check out their recent episode on how to use AI to save time and grow your business. In that episode, Kip and Kieran are joined by AI expert and former Facebook data scientist Rachel Woods to discuss how you and your team can adopt an AI-first mindset, go deep into how to really take advantage of AI, and why you need to throw an AI hackathon for your business. Listen to Marketing Against the Grain wherever you get your podcasts. And now back to the show. Talk to me about you go into a business and they're paying, you know, $2 million a year to cover their employees and you guys, you know, run your algorithm and discover they can actually get better benefits for less money. Can you talk to me about what you did with some of those businesses, what you discovered that we need to be looking out for ourselves? Yeah. So if there are that use case, they're already on a group plan and they're already getting the large rate increases each year. That's when we oftentimes get brought in. Yeah. As soon as they get scared of that, they start seeing those numbers rise. Yeah. So we saw one that got, I think they got 35% rate increases a couple years in a row. Holy well, 35% rate increases a couple years in a row becomes unaffordable. I mean, you know, you, you no longer have fuel for the airplane, right? I mean, that's yeah. impacting cash flow in a big, big way. And, and so then they go, I have to try something different. Hopefully they've got it. You know, a lot of brokers just say, that's all the only option I got. But some, and, and if they end up at Remodel, we'd say, hey, there's a different way. And in that case, I think they save $500,000 a year. And they, and they do that to sustain the organization, to grow the resources. And then they take some of that and say, we got to resource our people. So it's, we want to recruit and retain and attract talent. Well, it's, it's actually helped us enormously on attracting talent. You know, for the folks who are out there saying, I've got to do this, I'm pressured to yeah. do it. I don't, most people don't want to do it, not because they don't want to spend the money. They don't want to do it because it's moving into a fog. It's just yeah. a mysterious area that they're just like, I, you know, I don't know what this should cost and all that kind of stuff. I know for me personally that my team came to me, they said, Don, you almost have no choice if we want to, if we want to retain talent and we want to recruit talent. 
I bit the bullet and did it. What I discovered after that, though, was the quality of team that I got well made up for a quarter million dollars. You know, we, we were making more money. Talk to us a little bit, if you can speak to it from your perspective about what you've seen with why the investment is actually worth it financially. Yeah, we talk about winning the spouse conversation, right? I mean, winning the, uh, <laughs> you know, so I mean, true. so I remember uh, my wife was talking to a guy, you know, recently, you know, talking to a guy's wife that recently started working at a company. And he said, this company, they got a great benefits package and they, you know, and they're, they're reimbursing me to go to the children's museum and just, so it's giving you something to be proud of, to work at. It's, it's also, it, we are competing with not just the small businesses, but we're competing with the big corporations. And so to say we got a great mission here, but we can't do a lot when it comes to benefits. It is not competitive for a lot of folks, particularly those folks that maybe are, are getting older. Or, or anybody with kids. Anybody with yeah, kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When somebody goes through you guys, are they able, you know, talk to me about what I would tell my employees, because most people listening, they're going to listen to this episode. They're, they might be the business owner. They're, they're going to turn this over to their HR person or whoever is wearing one of the hats that is HR, let's be honest. And they're going to say, hey, listen to this episode and come back to me with some sort of report. And then they, they make a purchase. And how do you deliver this to your team? What are you saying? Like, let's say we go with Remodel Health. What am I now saying to my team that is this great new, big morale boosting announcement. What do I get to say to my team? What does their health insurance options now look like? Yeah. So we've started offering health insurance, right? So, we, you know, so guys, we, this is a milestone. We've wanted to do it. You're going to all receive funds, you know, whatever that number is. In that case of the, you know, the manufacturing business, everyone's getting 300 bucks a month. And we're going to give you this platform to go shop for plans. What if you've got somebody, they're 22 years old, they're not married, they're like 300 bucks. That sounds like a, I'm about to go buy a new Honda Accord. Are they allowed to do that with the money? No, good question. No. So it is required to be used for health insurance. So just like a group plan, you have to get, you're getting reimbursed for that health insurance through the individual plan. We work through that in terms of the cash payment of that, where it's covered on their behalf. So you help the, you help the business owner sort of police that, right? I mean, you're the- Yes. Okay, yeah. We help them. Yeah. We are the ones that third party, by making that payment on behalf of the employee, we are that third party validation that they're on a health insurance plan, and then that you should now give them the funds to pay for the health insurance plan. Got it. And then, and so you're able to announce that, that you they send out the website that says, here's, here's where you can choose. Spend a little time with your family looking it over. And similar, really, to the 401k kind of model, right? So it's, you know, we hey, we, we do a 2% match, right, is the way we would say that, you know, on your, your 401k, on your retirement plan. We're also giving funds for your health insurance. Got and it. you're going to shop through this. So, you know, it's very similar in terms of how you communicate it. 401k, you're going to get these funds. You're going to go out and select the plans to invest in. On our health insurance plan, you're going to receive funds. You're going to receive these plans to shop through, and just like the big guys do it. You know, you're going to be able to go in and shop and pick the best plan for your family, taking the dollars that we're we're giving you. Okay, Austin, where can people go to get started? I mean, it, it, you guys have been very generous in saying, "Hey, go out there and look." With you guys, though, if we wanted to say, "Okay, we want to give Remodel Health a try," where do they go? Yeah, so truthandhealthinsurance.com. We set up a link for truthandhealthinsurance.com. So if they go there, they can start to do the analysis. We really are an equipping group. So we we would go, hey, here's all the options available, and you choose the best one for your organization. And are some of those options not yours? Yeah, they, we would do that evaluation. If they say, hey, I want to see what's out there, I want to see these individual plans, but sometimes they could go on a, a group plan. There could be something that's a different fit. Got it. You know, that's a better fit for them. I love that when a company is willing to say, hey, we, we just don't feel like we've got the best option for you. 
we, we've had some success if you guys partner with these folks over here. Austin, if folks go to truthandhealthinsurance.com, are they going to be interacting with artificial intelligence or some sort of database? Or is there a way they can talk to a human being on you guys in? Yeah, good question. No, they can talk to people, real people. Well, this is a big one. And since we've made the investment and gone forth with it, I've seen a big return. It's also just a huge morale booster. When you care about people's health bills and their health in general, it says something. And when you don't, it also says something. Uh, I feel for those who have the profit margins that are small, but if you want to grow your company and you're in a position to grow your company, this is a great way to do it. Well, we wish you all the best. It's obvious why you guys have succeeded. If we have any other questions, if Congress passes something else, will you come back on and help us understand? I, I'd love to. And I love the way you guys are equipping for businesses too, helping them grow. Uh, we love to see small businesses be successful. Austin, so great to have you on today. Thanks for being with us. I really appreciate it, Don. I'm grateful for that conversation with Austin. You know, it is an area where you can get ripped off and um, God knows you can get ripped off. But, you know, the problem with you getting ripped off is your team is getting ripped off. That's what really hurts. It's the fact that they could be getting better coverage than they are. All right. At the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. What you really need or what your human resources person really needs is a place to start. And if you go to Truth and Health Insurance, That is, by the way, Remodels Health kind of lead generator page. So you are going to a company, but they give you uh, access to uh, a PDF called Six Questions to Ask Your Health Insurance Broker. Six Questions to Ask Your Health Insurance Broker. You can also float around on their site and follow the links to start kind of shopping plans and shopping your options. You can probably, well, I know you can even talk to Remodel Health. You don't have to go with them, but you can talk to them. And then if you're into paying them a fee in order to get the health insurance you want, it's a pretty good deal. We wouldn't recommend it uh, if it wasn't. So your plan of action is just to go to truthandhealthinsurance.com and download six questions to ask your health insurance broker. Even if you don't want to go with them, you've got some questions, you've got some ammo that you can use in shopping for uh, your health insurance solutions. Dip your toes in the water on this one. If you have profit margins that are high enough that you can dip your toes in the water on this, morale goes up, retention goes up, and recruitment improves. All of that when you provide benefits. Don't move into confusion. Make sure that you've got your head around it. Make sure that you know what this stuff should cost and what you should be getting for it. It's going to take you a few hours. It might take your leadership team, you know, a few weeks to figure this out. But uh, you can get clarity on this stuff. And I think it's super, super important that you do. All right, everybody. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we are absolutely obsessed with helping you grow your small business. See you again next week. 